Our first guest is from the great state of North Carolina, having studied at Carborough High School and seeing a need to discover new songs and making artist information easily available all through one app, having graduated from the College of Charleston in 2020 with a concentration in art management. Please welcome Jake Zinn, founder and CEO of Beeper LLC. What's up, everyone? I appreciate the the little research you did about uh, my high school and and college. So I like the intro. I like the all intro. of it's right. Yeah, yeah, all of it's right. All of it's right. Perfect. Money, money. Um, so first question: Where did the idea for Beeper come from? Yeah, um, the original idea came from when I think I was also in high school. I want to say it was like. I don't even know, sophomore, junior year, uh, there was an app called the ESPN app. And on the ESPN app, you could go to your favorite sports teams and choose exactly what you wanted to be notified on. So growing up in Chapel Hill, you know, I'm a diehard UNC basketball fan, football fan, and I could go to these teams on the app and get notified on injuries on certain players and updates and scores and stuff like that when I started receiving these notifications um, that I was opting into and receiving notifications that I wanted and and enjoyed, uh, it kind of came to me like, why couldn't this become a whole business model in itself? And at the same time, this was the SoundCloud era title was just created. All these artists kind of started to get a bunch of recognition um, through SoundCloud and then started, you know, getting a lot bigger. So I was a really big music fan at the same time. And I felt like it was a lot, it was very difficult for me to find out when my favorite artists were releasing new music. And, um, you know, a lot of these music blogs to this day are very biased and, um, you know, it's a lot of promo. So I never felt like I was finding exactly what I really wanted. Um, so combined with me interest in music and the ESPN app, I just figured there should be a full-on business model of, um, you know, push notifications. Um, and we're starting with music. So okay. that's where the idea came from. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so, so the, the ESPN app was definitely a, a major inspiration for, for the Beeper app. Yeah. Um, what were some of your other main inspirations for Beeper, if any? And also, what were some of your artists, like uh, primary artists that you listened to in high school and college that, that made you want to start this? Yeah. Um, besides the ESPN app being one of the main sources of where the idea stemmed from, I would say, I'm trying to think. Um, I would say, I don't know. I was just kind of like, to me, it never made sense that I was looking on the internet for things that I always, I I really enjoyed or I loved. Like I have always had this question of like, why can't this information just come to us if if we really enjoy it? Why am I constantly searching for it? So that was kind of the main question I've always had. Um, But the ESPN app definitely was where like the original idea stemmed from. Okay. Um, So that's the first question. The second question was artists. In high school, the SoundCloud era was, um, oh my God, Lil Yachty when he was wearing the striped, yeah. the black and white striped long sleeve tee and the red hair. Of course, X, um, Ski Mask, Lil Peep. But like, it hurts me sometimes to say that I was listening to all these artists in high school because now they're all mainstream and it's like, oh, I heard him first back in the day. But like, if you were truly listening, 
and on SoundCloud when that era was happening back in 2013, 14, 15, like, you know, those were the main artists that were, um, you know, coming up Xavier Wolf, yeah. team, uh, like Sesh or Sesh Bones. I forgot. I, Chris Patrick, all of them. So I think that's a little list of like, um, who I was really listening to in, uh, in high school. Okay. Yeah. I, I listened to a lot of those. Um, yeah. Piggybacking off of that, what, what's, uh, you, you mentioned a lot of artists that have passed. What's, what's one that you wish that, that you could hear more of and maybe speak to if they were, if they were still here? Yeah. I think out of all of the artists that have passed, um, I would say X. Um, I don't know. I just like, uh, I've always was really into hip hop and, uh, rap and kind of he's that's what he kind of started with but then uh you know the way he was dropping music and the music he was releasing kind of transformed and it was a bunch of different genres and I feel like he put me on to a bunch of other genres and um I don't know I felt his music the most so I, I guess I would say X okay and what's your artist what's your favorite X song what's my favorite X song or let's do top three if you can't pick one I need to pull up I'll tell you right now. Okay. Because I have a playlist. And because I don't want to list random ones. Um, let's see. If we go back to 2017. Um, let's see. I really like Jocelyn Flores, uh, Depression and Obsession. That's from 17 in 2017. Um, let's see. I'm on Apple Music though. I really liked um, Pain Goes Best Friend with Travis Barker. Um, I really liked... So, okay, this album, um, the question mark one in 2018, it also sounds like I'm not an X fan because I'm on Apple Music reading his his <laughs> albums right now, but I'm terrible at, at names. But uh, I remember this album because there were so many different genres in this yeah. one album. Um, like, you know, he had one with Joey Badass and then he does rock with Travis Barker. And then he does more of a singing melodic song with PNB rock. So, and then he does that Spanish song. Um, I don't even speak Spanish. So, um, so yeah, I love how I just had to pull that up, Um, (laughs) but I am a fan of him. All solid picks. Yeah. Um, okay. So we talked about the inspiration and the artists, um, and you, you kind of went over it already, but what are some of the main goals on top of Beeper on top of keeping uh, fans informed? Like, is there, Sorry, is said, there any, what are the main goals you said? Yeah. What are, what are the main goals, mission or vision statement uh, for the yeah. future? So right now, the main goal for Beeper um, when it comes to our users is we just want to notify um, instantly on new music releases, announcements on the favorite, on their favorite artists, um, you know, with whatever artists we provide on the platform. So right now it's 300. Um, the future with Beeper though, is we kind of want to expand outside of music. We started here, but if it's working, these, you know, hyper-targeted opted in push notifications for music, Mm -hmm. then it should work for any other industry from podcasts to TVs, to movies, to NFTs. So, our goal right now is to continue with music and to grow that, um, you know, user base and platform and then slowly kind of expand, um, into other industries. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah. There's two different mixes. It's push notifications. And there's this other thing that we're calling called ephemeral communities. 
Um, but that's kind of like later on. I can explain that now or we'll just go to the next question. And then if not, uh, if you don't ask something similar to that, I'll go back and explain what that is. Okay. Um, so the next question was, um, uh, is it is it just you or, or do you have a team uh, surrounding you? Yeah, so right now we have a team of eight. Uh, it's a mix of full-time, part-time, and interns. Um, so we have one developer. Um, he's also our CTO. And okay. then we got a VP of product design. Um, and then everyone else doesn't really have like, there's so much going on. No one really, no one has an, a set role right now. It's kind of just like we all work together from the interns to the part-time, the full-time people and mm-hmm. kind of just organizing, you know, that week or that month, what's the most important part and kind of all working together as a team. Okay. So that's the breakdown of the team of eight. So then who, okay. So I, I will say, I do respect your social media activity. Like you, you guys are all yeah. over TikTok and you guys are in the, yes. you, I always see you guys under the, the without warning New York guys yeah yeah I always yeah, see yeah, you guys yeah. underneath there Shout is, out them, yeah. is that you uh is that you commenting or is your team doing that or it's 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 mostly me and then we have um another kid um who is helping me with tiktok he's active um like if you were to go on our tiktok but it's usually me and the other kid who are mm-hmm. posting videos so it's a mix of both of us but um we kind of figured out the, these pinned comments on tiktok um, can do really well for us. So that's a little, I think that's how I found you guys originally. Yeah. Yeah. It it works. I think like, I don't even know how we found it. I think TikTok just actually implemented pinned comments in the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I remember we started pinning comments for random videos on our own videos, but had Mm -hmm. nothing to do with beeper and it started doing well. So we kind of thought, well, why couldn't this work for like any other video? And I'll, you know, we have fans that'll pin it or I'll DM them and throw them a couple dollars to pin it. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that's how you find it. It's really funny, uh, for me, uh, or not funny. It's interesting. Like to hear how people found beeper, like through a pinned comment on a random TikTok video. I, I yeah. That. Yeah. It was like, I, I don't remember what it was. It might've been whole lot of red. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I was like, eh, I, I, I want to know when it's released. He keeps pushing it. And uh, yeah. I saw your comment under one of the videos and I've been using beeper ever since. Word. Yeah, no, I'm glad it worked. I know the, uh, these artists little rollout now of saying a song or something's going to be released and it not being released at that day and time. We love that. Like it just helps the yeah. brand and helps us even more. So when Donda um, didn't drop, I was on that every day checking for updates and I know. Yeah. We had a crate like that. That month was crazy for us. Just like, you know, he pushed it back three, what, three or four different times. Everyone yeah. was just wondering when it was being released. And like, um, I, I loved it. I wish he pushed it back for another month. It would have been fine with me. Yeah. yeah. We went, we went to the first listening event and, uh, nice. yeah, we were like, we were like, it's going to come out tonight. Now it took like three or four more weeks. <laughs> I know. I really wanted to make it out to one. And then by the second one, I was like, I would love, I would have loved to go to Chicago and he ended up we actually didn't end up releasing it that night, but I was like, I'm not going to travel all the way over there. I'll just like, I was watching the live streams every night. So, yeah. Um, but I'm jealous. It looked amazing. It, it was fun. Um, but back to your team, are you guys based, are you guys still based in, in uh, North Carolina or have you moved? Yeah, no, we're, ba- we're back in North Carolina. I was living in um, San Francisco for a little while for like six, eight months, just working on the app. And then, okay. 
Uh, we moved back to I moved back to Charlotte, and we have a small office now. So okay. um, there's one person here um, who's working full time with me, and we're both in the office. Okay, awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. So then, moving along. Uh, in the last interview, in the last interview that you did, you said you had around twenty thousand uh, active listeners since your launch, about five months, uh, five months prior. Uh, how yeah. many, how many active monthly listeners do you have currently? So we have, um, I want to say it's fifty-five thousand monthly active. Okay. Um, so, do you you read that in an interview? I did read that in an interview. Yeah, yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Word. So I think we had, I don't know what interview that was, but yeah, we had 20,000 users when I did that. We had 20,000 monthly active users. I don't remember, but now we're at um, 130,000 users. Oh, wow. 55,000 monthly active. Okay. So yeah. Um, And what would you say the top artist is on your platform that people follow? Um, The top artist is definitely Lil Uzi Vert because uh, our original marketing um, which was on Twitter and Instagram through like meme pages mm-hmm. were all like Lil Uzi Vert fan pages. So I think there's around like 50,000 people following Lil Uzi Vert huh, um, wow. music. Yeah. And then Kanye shot up. Kanye's at like 45,000. And I want to say Cardi or Cardi Drake or Travis Scott are in between the, that uh, number three spot. Okay. And then back, circling back to the music, who had the better album? Certified Lover Boy by Drake or Donda by Kanye? Um, I mean, I liked both. Uh, Drake. I, to answer that question, Donda was better. Okay. But um, I enjoyed Drake's album. It, it's growing on me. But Don, but if I put on Drake's album, I'm like skipping through some a decent amount of songs. Yeah. I can press play on Donda. On Kanye's album, I might have just said it was Don's album. Whatever I said, <laughs> I can press play on that album, and I would just let it play. So, I what's what's your favorite song off uh, off Ooh. of Donda? Uh, I like Twenty Four. Um, like the um, choir is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Okay Okay Part Two. I don't know. I love every song, but. I would say I, I'm a big hip hop and rap fan, but I, I went towards more of like the melodic, like choir. Um, what's the other one? Um, uh, Pure Souls. Pure, oh yeah, Pure Souls with Roddy's good. I like, um, what's the other one? Uh, I love Keep My Spirit Alive. Yeah. Um, I also love Believe What I Say. I like that funky, like little bass pop, uh, whatever it's called. So I love the album though. That's like, I literally can play it through. I won't skip a song. Okay. Okay. Um, so then moving things along again, uh, what are some things that you didn't know about the music industry prior to getting into this space? Um, that there's no money for, um, there's, there's no money. Like it's the grind is really hard. Like not just, I'm more speaking on like the artist side. Um, like you really, really, really have to, grind to get that monthly listener up to, you know, whatever it is, 500,000, 700,000 to make a good amount mm-hmm. of money to live every month. I think there's this giant problem because of social media where you see these artists with a certain, you know, a, what I'm not going to even name amount of monthly listeners, a certain amount of monthly listeners 
they could be only making, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month. But you go look at their Instagram and they're verified and they're wearing all these Rick Owens and capital and all this stuff. And you think that they're making all this money off features and streams, which is just not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, that hurts other artists who are wanting to join the music industry because they think it's really easy um, and it's not. That's one thing I learned from the artist side. From the business side, um, one thing I learned in the music industry is that um, everyone who's promoting a song from their management team to these music blogs kind of stick to the same route. Like what I mean by that is that when an, uh, a team wants to market uh, their artist album or single, there's a really set um like structure on how to market it go to meme pages let's get music blogs let's get playlisting like it's the same it's the same thing every single time so it's been interesting starting beeper because we're kind of bringing a whole nother way to market your music in a bunch of different ways so it's definitely been difficult talking to labels and management teams and trying to convince them to onboard their artists or pay a subscription fee for them and all this stuff because they're just so used to doing the same exact thing over and over again and they're very content with it so that's one thing that i didn't really know or expected um so yeah i think that's two different sides artist sides and business side okay and then and then the next question you you kind of answered um but what are some things that that you learned about the tech side and the business side which you already answered the business side yeah what's something about the tech side and the tech development that you learned Uh, something, the main thing I learned from tech development is that if anybody tells you a date that when it's going to be finished from Mm -hmm. a literal date, like the 17th or a month, it's not, it's going to be pushed back like months (laughs) and nothing's ever done on time. And that's never like, I'm never, I would never blame like any developer. I mean, sometimes you can, or your team, it's more of just like tech. There's always problems that pop up. Um, that can kind of do a domino effect that you can't really expect or mm-hmm. plan for. Um, that's the biggest thing I learned with tech is that it just takes so long to create anything from a simple product to a complicated product. It just takes forever. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say from the tech that I'm still slightly new to the tech area. You know, I have a amazing developer mm-hmm. and um, my partner, Joseph, who. VP of product and all that is also more on the tech side. So they run a lot, a lot of that and are more familiar, but starting it, I was on the tech side and that's definitely the main thing I took from it. Would you say the tech side is the hardest side that you had to deal with in your company? Yeah, I would say the tech side is definitely the hardest because that's just start. Yeah. You're just, it's, you're creating something that was, you know, made off an idea in your head. So kind of hard transferring all of these ideas you have in your head into a sheet of paper that turns into code. Um, I think the main thing people don't understand with creating apps is that um, it's not just the process of making it. Once it's created and you put on the app store, yes, you have a working app, but now you have to have users or like, what's the whole point of the app? So I think that's a big thing that people are confused about where yes, tech was the hardest part. Um, I'm lucky enough to have like, an unbelievable developer, but, um, you know, launching it and getting users and convincing them to use their time to use the platform is a whole nother, you know, situation. So 
So, so going off of that, how hard was it to get your, your first 10% of monthly users versus your last 10% of monthly listeners? Um, or monthly users, users. Um, no, it's fine. I know you're talking to artists about that. So I'd get that confused. Um, (laughs) it was definitely hard because you know, the app looked terrible. I mean, I mean, it looked amazing. The app, when I, at that time, it looked amazing. Now, when I look back at it, it, it did not look very good. Just because, you know, it's the first launch. Um, yeah. It was definitely difficult to convince someone of uh, using the app. I think when people started receiving notifications, it kind of woke them up and like, wow, like I've never received notifications from a company that I always wanted mm-hmm. um, and always interested in. So that definitely grabbed people's attention and word of mouth helped. But it definitely was difficult getting to that first 30,000. I think it took us almost a year to get to 30,000 users. And, and now, a year would put you at like June, 2021, right? Um, uh, yeah, July. We, yeah, I, we, we, we went on the app store like February 1st, but like we really started marketing to people and like pushing it in like July, that June, July area. So yeah, I guess a year, Actually, would that make sense? I guess I'm saying a year from February 1st. Okay. So it took us almost a year from February 1st, 2020 to February, or like maybe it was January. So like almost a year okay. um, to get to 30,000 users. So that, I mean, and you know, we don't have a crazy marketing budget. You got to figure things out for free. Yeah. So that was definitely hard. And then TikTok came around. We kind of figured out what content we wanted and then, you know, it took us almost a year to get 30,000 users and, you know, we almost got 30,000 new users last month. That's impressive. Um, yeah. So we love TikTok. Um, okay. So then uh, um, we're, we're getting to the, to the final stretch of it. Not, not that long, but yeah. Um, so, so this is going to be a, a media and music based podcast interview style uh, format but do you have any advice uh, for maybe young entrepreneurs or maybe even artists um, that are going to be listening to this um, or, or even the, the tech development space? There's, there's yeah. a lot of angles here. Do you have any advice yeah. for them to, to get into any of these spaces? Um, yeah, I do. I probably have cheesy advice. The cheesy advice is really true though, but I always say that um, for the, for the kids in middle school to high school to college that want to create a business that are still in school. They're trying to figure out, you know, how can they create this with the little time they have? Uh, I really think like time management is just the number one thing. I know that's cheesy. Your parents probably tell you that your teachers probably tell you that, but like, it is true. If you are organized and you understand your schedule from work to school and you can plan out your schedule, like, yeah, time management, but planning your whole day around something that you believe in. So like when I was in college, I would plan all of my classes, all of my work, everything on the weekends around Beeper. So, you know, if I work best in the morning or, at, or let's say I work best at night, mm-hmm. then I would get all my classes and work done, you know, from like eight to two. And then now I have all day to work. Um I think time management is just the most important thing. And uh, you also got to love what you do. I mean, I'm lucky enough to, you know, work, you know, right now, like 14 hour days. And 
people would hate to do that, but I'm, I love every single second of it. And if you hate what you're doing and working so much, then you're just going to burn out and you're not going to give out your best work and think correctly. So time management, make sure you love what you do. Um, my other tip is that when you're creating a business, you're going to have a billion ideas on, you know, okay, this is, this is what I want my business to do, but this is the 50,000 things that I could surround the business with that will make it grow. My advice to you is that write those things down, but focus on just one thing. And that is what you want the main business model or what you want your main business to do, launch it, get people listening, watching, watching, interacting, and then slowly with that, with community, you'll be able to build those other ideas that you're saying. I think a lot of people try and add so many new features and so many new ideas and all this at once. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, it doesn't work. And it doesn't work just because you don't have people watching you create those ideas. And when you start slow and simple um, and within time, you'll have so many new ideas and other things will pop up and you'll think this idea was brilliant six months ago, but after you work for six months on the simple product, you realize that maybe it's not needed. So I'd say that's my other advice from building deeper. Okay. That's, that's, that's pretty good advice. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, you. Okay. So then the final like question or wrap up that I have, um, what, what are your dreams uh, and aspirations for Beeper? Like, what, where do you want to see Beeper in five years? You, you kind of yeah. said, like, branching out past music, but is there anything else on top of that that you'd like to see Beeper involved with or how many artists you would like on the platform, stuff like that? Yeah, so the vision with Beeper is something called an ephemeral community. And the word ephemeral is short-lasting. So we believe that... Um, we want to create these short lasting ephemeral communities. And what this is, is where let's say we were to send a push notification that uh, Playboy Cardi dropped on uh, Narcissist on Monday night. Mm-hmm. And let's say that 5,000 people pressed on that notification in the first 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. We want to do these pop-up communities where you press on it and you listen to the song. And if you were to go back in the app, there is a 30 minute pop-up chat where everyone who pressed on the on the beep or the notification and everyone's listening to that can communicate and talk to each other at the same time about that same interest. Okay. We think that like attention spans and attention spans from kids to adults are just slowly, slowly getting shorter. And it's really hard to build a long lasting community. Mm-hmm. So if you can build a short lasting community that's always popping up, then you're always going to be able to grab people's attention. So the goal with Beeper is to obviously become a push notifications company where you can go to NFT, the NFT space, to podcast space, get notified in real time exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. But from that, we create communities for you where if you really like the, I think it's called like the board, you know, a certain NFT and it just released, you can go press on it after the notification sent, buy it. And then you can go in a pop-up chat for five minutes or 30 minutes and talk to the people who also bought it and connect with them. So that's the goal for us. Um, And that's kind of the vision we want to go with. And I really think community in general is the future, but these short-lasting communities are even stronger. So that's the space in general we want to go to for Beeper 
as a full company for right now for music. We just want to continue adding artists and um, gaining users and, um, you know, save people time from searching on Instagram and Twitter for hours and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. just bringing people information that they really love. So. Yeah, I, I remember in, in high school, like I'd go on artists, Instagram and Twitter pages and then G- Genius had like a release radar, but it was never yep. accurate. Like there was always stuff missing off of it. And I was like, I really wish there was something like this. And then I saw it, uh, the TikTok comment for your app and I was yeah. like, eh, I'll try it. And now yeah. we're a year later and yeah, I'm enjoying it. Thank you. You know, there's this space of like, cause when I was in high school, I loved searching for new music. Like that was fun to yep. me and it still is sometimes, but, but that was back then when there wasn't a lot, a crazy amount of media like content. Cause all these music blogs, everything on social media, their whole business model is just content. Like let's yeah. post like rap TV post like 30 times a day <laughs> and other these, like they post so much. So it's like, it's not fun anymore searching for new music because they're posting all the time and then there's these meme pages and everything which i love shout out all the meme music meme pages they're they were the best they're kind of dying down now but (laughs) um they it's just constant promo 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 it's like impossible to find these artists now so Mm -hmm. it was fun and it still is fun sometimes but um you know like i've said a billion times in this interview and to all my friends i speak to it's like why are we searching for artists and music and information that we love when it should just be coming to us so there's still a fun aspect to it and i still search for um you know new music for my artists and new artists in general okay um and uh are are there any final points you want to make or or something else you want to say or final points um well thank you this is like our let's see i think if you were to google beeper or interviews there's maybe like two or three so we haven't done any uh just because i kind of like staying low-key and bubbling so this is like the third or fourth interview so i appreciate you for that um if uh what else do i have to say download beeper if you love it if you hate it if you want to critique it dm us um we love uh building a community around uh, customer service and um, you know what our app's doing and we want to hear what the people think and what they like and don't like about it so yeah so I have to say awesome well check out beeper they have over 200 artists right now and it's available on apple and google play yes both yes okay that's that's it and if you like it give us a good review give them a good review yeah thank you man